a chance for Mule and Burns. They score! And the Mules score! Scores! Three in a row for the Mules! Duke has to put it up at the buzzer! It's good! And the Mules win it! Coming to you from Allentown, Pennsylvania, welcome to the Mule and Mules podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to the coaches, staff, athletes, and alumni who make up the Muhlenberg Athletics family and are proud to call themselves Mules. Our guest this week on the podcast is Sophie Chong. Sophie is a senior at Muhlenberg College and a member of the softball team. And Sophie's at home in Rutherford, New Jersey right now, but will be returning to campus later this week. And last week, Sophie was elected as chair of the Centennial Conference Student Athlete Advisory Committee. So welcome, Sophie. Hi, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and, and congratulations on being elected as chair of the uh, Centennial Conference SAC. Safe thank, thank you so much. I'm so excited for what's to come. Safe to say that uh, you didn't run a negative campaign and we can expect a peaceful transition of power? <laughs> election year right <laughs> yeah yeah seriously so just talk about what uh I, I saw there were there were four finalists for the position and just talk about what inspired you to apply for the position as as chair of the centennial uh, sack you're, you're the first muhlenberg athlete to, to be the chair and and what you'd like to try to accomplish as as chair of the centennial sack of course so the opportunity was presented to all of the members of the SACs in in the whole conference. So I saw it as a great opportunity, you know, finish off my senior year with just a, another role to take part in, especially for this coming year with all the, you know, weird things going on. But yeah, so basically this role is just to essentially be the voice of the student athletes. And I'll be working with an individual from Gettysburg as well, since he ran for the vice president uh, position. And so essentially I, I am given the opportunity to just really speak with the athletic department across the conference and hear the voices of their specific student athlete advisory committees to just kind of see what's going on between the department as long, I mean, additionally with the various like events and planning of all the student athlete events. So with this, I'm going to see, like tomorrow we have our first meeting. So we're going to see which way we really want to go with it. We can go various directions with all that's going on, but I, I look forward to representing the conference and work well with the other student athlete advisory committees in Centennial Conference. Yeah, and it's kind of funny when you get on a committee like this, you know, throughout your career as an athlete, these are people who are you are I don't want to say enemies, but kind of your enemies uh, on, on the field yeah, of competition. You can say and, enemies. <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe if they're not softball players, maybe they're they're not your enemies, but they're enemies maybe of some of your friends from Muhlenberg. And and, and this is kind of different. You get to see them in a, in a different light, and and the fact that you know they're just, they're just college students just like you, and 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 you get to work with them uh, as a, as sure. as friends. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's very insightful to see what the other departments are doing because you know we're in the Muhlenberg bubble as they call it so hearing about what what's going on at Gettysburg campus or you know Haverford's campus and the just initiatives that they have specifically for it there is, is very inspiring and it's something that we can take back for our school and hopefully be very collaborative with all of the other student advisory committees so I, I look forward to that that collaborative aspect, even though we, we do go against each other. <laughs> uh, do, do you know any of the other athletes uh, on other Centennial Conference sex or, or anybody who's who you'll be working with? 
I don't know them at a level where I can just, you know, say the sport and things like that. Uh, I I will make an effort to, to try and to meet them more, but with everything being so virtual, it, it is hard to do this. So, like, last, last year I was able to be a part of the Centennial just meeting for the semester, and that was virtual. And so that aspect, I've met them through, you know, Zoom or Skype, whatever we, we use that day, but... Yeah, I, I look forward to learning more about these people because they, we all come from different sports, so they have different needs specifically for their team. Nice. And of course, you have been a member of Muhlenberg's version of SAC, which is the Muhlenberg Athletic Leadership Team, or MALT. Just talk a little bit about uh, how you got involved with that and what, what interested you to uh, to get involved with that. Yeah, I actually got involved my sophomore year at Muhlenberg, so I was finishing up going into my sophomore year. I was able to speak with our previous associate athletic director, Lily O'Toole. So she she was a big person who really introduced me to Malt, and she was the one who advised Malt. And I'm sure you can back me up on this, but Malt or our student athlete advisory committee has been quite quiet in the past couple of years. So I didn't even know about it until it was mentioned to me. And so when I was told about this, I was actually given the role of being the executive board community engagement, like the the chair position for our group. We had about five individuals on the executive board. So I mainly worked with like organizing events with local people. So one that just sticks out to me is Lehigh Valley Special Olympics. So we got to do some some really cool things with them at a, you know, like an all sports clinic. It was like a little fun game night during Division Three week. So that that's a big part of it. And also just learning to work within the department and speak with other student athletes is get engagement at whatever event. You know, it could be a basketball game, it could be a football game, it could be a soccer game. Just that's the big driving force. Could be a so- could be a softball game. Softball game. How about softball? Yeah, could be a softball game. It's hard for our field. <laughs> so. Hopefully next year. Hopefully next year. I know you attended the uh, NCAA Career and Sports Forum just a few months ago. Um, Attended in in air quotes because again that was (laughs) that that was virtual. Yeah, attended in my home. (laughs) Yeah, um, you you saved uh, not much uh, travel expense, but um, you know that that seems to be in line with uh, you know the type of things that you 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 do in Malt and and you know perhaps a career in uh, in athletic. Yeah, for sure. So. That same year of my sophomore year, I was actually given also the opportunity to go to the NCAA convention. So there I worked with like the a cohort for the diversity and inclusion. So it was just like a program to get various athletes from all around the country. I, I met someone from Colorado, Hawaii, and we all got to meet there. So this, that was like my first introduction to this world of you know sports. And uh, then this past May, I believe, yeah, it was May. I went to virtually the Career and Sports Forum, and I often look back on like these events as just reassurance of like what I want to do in the future. Whoever knows what that's going to be, but for the Career and Sports Forum, it was it was a great resource to you know connect with people in you know various positions such as athletic director, head of diversity and inclusion, head of leadership and development throughout all NCAA, uh, the national office. So that that was one one big takeaway from that. It was a great honor. I was with my friend Jordan from field hockey, so we got to we got to bounce ideas off of each other, and I really got to connect with people even through a screen, which was really interesting to see. You know, it's the, the world we're living in now. So yeah, it was a great opportunity. I look forward to 
still speaking with the individuals I met, you know, linking with them on LinkedIn and reaching out to them for more information. So it was a great experience. Yeah, and uh, you actually did a little write-up for us uh, after the uh, Career and Sports Forum, and, and you mentioned that the, the last speaker really stood out to you. That was uh, assistant AD at Syracuse, Mark Trumbo. And, and his presentation was titled, How to Be Great in the Offseason. Could you just, just talk a little bit about, about what he talked about and why that struck you so much? Yeah, so he was great. He really finished off the, the day in a, in a very impactful way. So he, he really engaged with the audience with his topic of just, it's more than just the game or it's more than just the outcome. So whether that be, say, in softball, you know, we work so hard in, in the offseason for, you know, how many games? About 40? Uh, depends on the how the weather goes. So um, he made a, a, a great effort of just speaking about the work that gets put in behind scenes, you know, behind the, behind the closed doors. And not a lot of people are recognized for that. So this could be applicable, like, for really anything in life but yeah I, I got a lot out of that talk and I, I wrote down a bunch of notes you know reached out to him followed up with him and saying thank you and yeah it was impactful because of just his message of you know you know you got to put the work in in order to reap the benefits and those benefits may not even recognize all the hard work you, you put in so yeah it was it was really awesome uh, that that's good to hear I, I guess a piece of that would be you know satisfaction your your own personal satisfaction rather than getting uh, you talked about behind the scenes stuff yeah you know you might not get the the recognition from others but but just you know to have, to satisfy yourself and, and to be be happy mm-hmm. with what you're doing yeah and it was great to, to to meet with someone at a power like in a in a great position so she he's a an associate ad at syracuse a huge university he works primarily with student athletes so it was great it was a great thing to be a part of for sure yeah um and so um you know obviously this has been uh an, an unusual time an unprecedented time in sports by the way sophie there's you're, you're actually a piece of a little trivia question for now <laughs> the, the last athletic event we had at muhlenberg before everything got shut down what was a softball doubleheader against cedar crest and, and you were the starting pitcher in, in in that game so so i can't forget that day <laughs> it was uh you know it was it was the middle of march so it was about six and a half months ago but it it, it seems like years ago doesn't it yeah for sure long time ago i'll never forget i think it was march 13th march 14th around that yeah uh, yeah that was a, a very special day hectic but it was it was a great great time yeah so here we are uh you know more than six months later and, and we have mostly uh freshmen on campus uh teams are practicing with with mostly just their freshmen what are some of the things that malt has has tried to do to help stay students uh connected not just to their teams but but also to each other um i imagine planning stuff has to be a little bit more difficult yeah. you, you know you talked about getting people out to games to support support the teams mm-hmm. there, there isn't any of that right now yeah it, it's definitely a lot of brainstorming so we have been blowing up our group me message of who has any ideas for, you know, getting some more Instagram followers or reaching out to the big malt group mate, which has, you know, representatives from each sport. So we've really leaned in on each other for the executive board. And we've really also, a lot of our work has been able to take place because of my coach, uh, head coach, Coach Mall. So she's the driving force behind us all. So a lot of the things that we've been trying to do is has to do with social media, honestly, because this is what we have to connect us when we're not, you know, in person. So there's actually a few things coming up. I don't know if you remember uh, when we were first sent home, when we had to do the, we're doing D3 week from home, we were doing the mule duels 
uh, if you remember that that fun little challenge we did. We're, we're planning on doing something like that again uh and, soon so and, keep an eye out <laughs> and and, that, and that's with teams trying to mimic the the skills from uh, from other sports yeah so we're gonna try to do a little quarantine covid19 spin uh so that everything's safe and i'm looking forward to having the freshmen who weren't a part of it last semester to be a part of it now so that's just one of the the many different things we're doing but Towards the beginning of September, we actually had like a little student athlete welcome back with all of the coaches, and we got to hear Lynn Tubman and Megan Petruno speak, which was great to see a lot of participation on that. We got a little Q&A questionnaire thing, and that was really the introduction of the year. So, yeah, there's a lot of things in the works, and even beyond malt, like for my softball team, a lot of the stuff we've been doing is just, just reaching out. We have freshmen on campus that are in a position that they've literally never been in. I can't even imagine being in their shoes. So yeah, it's it's that common, you know, always reaching out, communicating with them and just being there for those on campus and those off. It it is hard. It's very disconnected, but we're finding ways to do it. Yeah. And and last week, a very, uh, a very cool initiative from, from Malt with the uh, Tell My Story campaign, you know, where a bunch of you posted videos on Instagram about, about how you cope with stress and, and, and stuff like that. And boy, you see it all over the place. Uh, Mental health is is such a big issue these days with, uh, you know, people, you know, being stuck at home and not around the people they're used to being around, not playing the sports they're used to be able to play. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that and, and, and maybe some of the coping methods that maybe you learned about last week yeah so I, I love this past week it was a really good just start to what's to come and I thought that the interns at the in the athletic department Jordan and Noah so that was their initiative so we we really supported them on that and so the various videos that I saw it was I learned a lot you know it was people sharing things that aren't easy to share you know I I shared that when I'm stressed, you know, I like to clean up my room. I like to make sure everything's all good and organized. And then I had oh, can you um. So, hate to interrupt, but um, since you'll be back on campus later, if you feel stressed, can you come over to my office and clean it up? Because. Uh... <laughs> Oh, for sure. That might help me. Win-win. It it would help me, too, because uh, that's something that that I'm way behind. But anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, so even, you know, the organizing is good for me. I learned my teammates like to just go out and run, you know, just run as long as they can, come back and do it again the next day if they need to. And I, I actually took a big thing from the volleyball team. I'm not sure if you saw their video. They did a whole Zoom recording of them going through their weekly check-ins of with their coach, with their teams, and it, it seems like a, a great, you know, opportunity for their freshmen and seniors and the coach uh, to just really talk about what's going on in the world. You know, times aren't easy. So I also learned that, you know, they do their breathing, they do their meditations, whatever the week um, brings to them, you know, whatever they decide on. And I thought that was a really, a really cool insight on their team. And it's a, those are great coping mechanisms. You know, they, there's things that are going on right now. You just got to take a step back and breathe. So, yeah, but there's a few. There's, there were so many, a lot of engagement in the past week. So I, I was great to see that. 
Yeah, and if you want to see some of those, uh, I'll give you a little plug, Sophie. You mentioned you wanted to get more more <laughs> Instagram you. followers. Uh, you can follow thank Malt, you, Malt on Instagram at M underscore A underscore L underscore T. And that stands for Muhlenberg Athletic Leadership Team. So follow them on Instagram. Lots of great videos last week from uh, uh-huh. fr- from students and staff about, about how to cope with stress and, and certainly something very relevant for today. Megan and Lynn did a great job sharing their their tips i i hope to hear megan think soon <laughs> and, and and how is how's the remote learning going you know i mean you'll you'll be uh i guess back in allentown living off campus mm-hmm. but but most of the classes will still be taught remotely how how has that been going for you it's definitely difficult it's definitely a learning experience i'm a business major so i'm finishing up my management courses and luckily i'm not gifted in the sciences i can't even imagine going doing labs online um so i i like to think that i have it a little bit easier than most of the people on campus you know those labs and all of these various things that you need to do hands-on yeah l- um, l- l- luckily i'm not gifted in the sciences that's uh <laughs> yeah that, that, that's a good motto yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my classes they're, they're they're definitely hard they're definitely challenging and the hardest part that i'm finding is is truly truly just the motivation you know this isn't my normal setup i'm not going to the library with some teammates i'm not doing study sessions i'm not meeting groups on campus in the light lounge like that's the thing that's that's difficult because that's what motivates you you know if i have a two-hour slot before practice to do homework I, i need to get it done but here in my my house you know at home if i have a two-hour slot i think i'd rather be watching netflix or you know doing something else so i find that that's the hardest part but things that i've been implementing is really just having some sort of structure you know when am i working out when am i doing my business management courses workload when am i meeting with my professors through zoom so having a lot of times is definitely Definitely something that I'm working on and everyone is struggling with, so that makes it a little bit easier. But luckily, the, the professors at Muhlenberg College, the, especially the ones I have this year, are really, really helping me out, helping out the, helping out all of the, all of my classmates. So they're great, greatly trained. They're really helping with engagement on Zoom, and it's hard, but we're getting it done. And I'm, I'm happy to be, be a part of this extreme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, it's uh, that in itself is a learning experience, learning how to, sure. you know, motivate yourself and, and stay on, on track, uh, even in different circumstances. The, the, the I think the hard part about being at home is there's so many distractions that you mm-hmm. wouldn't have if you were in the, you know, in the course of a, of, of a structured day that you would normally have if you were at school. Mm-hmm. It's easy when you're surrounded by teammates who have like-minded schedules, which is what I was going to say, you know, my mom and sister are very different than me, so that, that's, that's the hard part are, are they are they gifted in the sciences are they different different from me uh, in that way? actually yeah my my older sister is i'd like to say she graduated with biochemistry masters so oh, she's the one go. that got all of that <laughs> yeah now so a good thing that the pandemic uh, waited for you and, and didn't uh, <laughs> didn't didn't get her but you mentioned your teammates how have you been staying connected with your uh, with your softball teammates a lot of the connecting with them is through group meets through you know snapchat it's a lot of social media it's really all that we have and my coach coach mall she had this brilliant idea at the start of the summer, we called them our meal mates. So we, we have a assigned people that we need to just reach out on, just make sure that they're okay, they have any questions. So I have my meal mates are two freshmen that I, I try to engage with, you know, when they're moving in, they need help 
you need do you need any suggestions what's the best coffee shop around the court you know things like that so that was a great initiative by my coach implementing the meal mates for us and a lot of it is just online <laughs> just as anything else so we have a few chalk talks during the week when we have practice days you know following the the protocols for the NCAA since we should be in our fall season so when they're practicing we try to have a little Zoom session. We're also doing virtual workouts, which is amazing. We've been working with Bar 3 in Lehigh Valley. So Coach Katie, Kate Matat, she, she's been doing our classes weekly. So that's a great, great bonding experience. We get to talk about our weeks with her and just work with one another virtually. And then, yeah, a, a big part of it is just the chalk talks and workouts during the week, which is, it's a good, it's productive. Uh, you know, one of the interesting things about the softball team this year is that uh, it, it's the one team that could probably actually p- has enough people on campus to play because there's so many freshmen on the team. I think uh, like yeah. 12 or 13 freshmen. There's uh, like our soccer team has like eight people and field hockey might have five or six. But there's so many freshmen on the softball team that, that they could actually yeah. field a complete team. A good future. That's what I like to see it as. Uh, and back to your studies, you mentioned that you were a uh, business major. You're also a public health minor, which obviously at this point, public health is something that is very much on people's minds these days. Last semester, you you did a study on AIDS in the Lehigh Valley. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that was a such a great class. I I learned so much about the history of an epidemic, which coincidentally was the same semester we had a global pandemic. So it was a really interesting class where it was very collaborative. So I was given a year to work on, like I was assigned a year to really focus in on the AIDS epidemic. And it was really interesting to work with other uh, classmates. You know, they're from, we came from all different majors. So I had chemistry majors, public health majors, and I was the one business major, but that's a side <laughs> point. <laughs> but it was it was a really collaborative class, and it had a lot of overlap. I know that HIV and AIDS is in no way, shape, or form exactly like COVID-19, but we were living through it in a way, and I translated a lot of what I've learned, which what stood that, like, stands out to me is, like, the fear during those times, specifically in the Lehigh Valley, which is, you know, local. And yeah, I've I've seen a lot of overlap between what's going what was going on back then and and now. So it was a really interesting class. I, I really enjoyed it because it was more of a research case, and we got to visit some. We, we went to the Bradbury Sullivan facility down in downtown Allentown. Mm-hmm. Got to work with the people in the library, and yeah, it was it was a very hands on experience to learn about what what went on. It, like you said, the kind of kind of ironic that you studied about an epidemic and the. Uh... In the semester that a yeah. a, a, a pandemic w- w- was coming, it was on. my last class on on campus. Actually, it was it was very very interesting to, to go through that. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, Sophie, we're uh, we're about to wrap up here, and we like to end all of our podcasts with some getting to know you questions, so our uh, listeners can get to know you a little bit better than what you've already talked about. So here are some uh, here are some questions. Uh, what's your favorite quote? Um, so my favorite quote, pretty cheesy. I have it tattooed on me. <laughs> it's, it's simple. It's everything happens for a reason. It's something that's been ingrained in my brain from my from my parents. So yeah, simple. <laughs> Do you know what the reason is for this uh, COVID, by the way? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll find out eventually. Yeah, please pl- please get back to us if you. Uh, I'll let it- you guys know. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. What is something about you that people would be surprised to learn? Something that's pretty surprising about me 
I have a, a twin sister. She doesn't go to school at Muhlenberg, but she goes to school out in Long Island at Adelphi University. And I'm, I'm actually an hour and 20 minutes older than her. An hour and 20 minutes? <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes, my poor mother. But, oh, man. Yeah, so I, we grew up together very close. We, she actually caught for me in high school. She was my catcher and I was a pitcher. We were a little dynamic duo. So shout out to Sam. <laughs> oh, did you have that little twins thing where like she didn't even need to give you signal, hand signals? Like you knew what she was thinking? <laughs> she knew what pitch you were going to throw and you knew what pitch let's, you Let's just say that she, we got a little bit of anger. <laughs> we were a little angry at each other a lot of the times, you know. I may have gotten uh, some different signs than I was supposed to. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, when you're at Muhlenberg and, and you're about to play softball, how do you get ready for a game day? For Muhlenberg softball, I, I keep it simple. You know, I, I like to have as smooth as a as a process. So I go into the locker room, hanging out with my teammates, getting ready, do my hair. You know, softball players love to do those crazy hairstyles. Keep it simple with my little braid. Make sure I fuel up. I don't really have many different... Just, routines other than the fact that I, I like to really visualize who I'm going against, where I'm going. Say we have to travel a little bit, get a nice little playlist going. I love to listen to Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> and so if I'm on the bus and we have a scouting report, I'm, I'm really big into seeing who I'm going to, like if I'm going to start the first game pitching, I like to really see what works for the batters. So a lot of the things that we've been doing is just scouting reports. You know, we have a few lefties that I'm going to pitch against. That means I got to work on my, you know, inside pitches on them rather than a righty. So things like that, visualizing the lineup and really just having some fun. I like to stay loose. So that that helps with my, my amazing team. They're, they're fun, you know, dancing, singing, rating, all that stuff. So I keep it simple. I'm not too crazy. <laughs> all right. Got, got to have the hair braiding, though, right? Of course. Always. With oh. the bows. I'm not a bow girl, but I'll, I'll keep the braid. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you could sit down with a meal for any person, with any person, living or past, who would it be? <laughs> this question's hard for me. <laughs> I think I want to have some fun. So I, I, little secret about me, I, I love food. I love watching the Food Network. So I would love to sit down with, with the Food Network star, Guy Fieri. Love him. Love diners, drive-ins, and dives. Great, great little show right there. I think he's so interesting. He's so funny. <laughs> something different <laughs> that 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 is different that is different uh and and, our, and I, you know i have a few that i would love to sit down with but you know why not have some fun right now so <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh and and speaking of food our last question that this podcast will uh will air on on october 1st which is national homemade cookie day what is your favorite cookie Ooh, my sister's a baker so i, I love all types of cookies but i'd like i think i have to go with just a, a classic dark chocolate chip. It has to be dark chocolate, though. Lots of lots and lots of chocolate chips. <laughs> okay. No, no white chocolate. It has to be dark chocolate. No white chocolate. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate chip. All right. Well, I'll, I'll make you a deal, Sophie. If you come and clean my office because you're too stressed out um, and it helps you relieve your stress, I will order you some dark chocolate chip cookies. I can guarantee I will be stressed soon <laughs> if I'm not already. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold you to it. All right. All right. Great talking, Sophie Chong. Sophie, the new chair of the Centennial Conference Student Athletic Advisory Committee. Good luck in, in your role. And, and thanks for doing what you're doing with, with MALT and with SAC to have, help our students and, and Centennial Conference students feel engaged and, and feel like what they're doing is important. Good luck in your new role. And, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. Go Mules always, right? Right. All right. Sophie Chong, thank you. The Muhlenberg Mules podcast is a production of the Muhlenberg Office of Athletic Communications. 
with Joe Widener, Zoe Keim, and Marty the Mule. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email at mulespodcast at muhlenberg.edu or call our pod line at 484-664-4001 and leave a message. We will answer questions in future episodes. The Muhlenberg Mules podcast is available on Apple and Spotify and wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and review us and recommend us to your friends. For the latest in Muhlenberg College athletics, please follow us on social media at muhl underscore sports and show your support for Muhlenberg College Athletics by participating in the Muhlenberg Virtual Golf Classic. For details, visit muhlenbergsports.com golf2020. Until next week, go Mules! Go Mules.